showed me last uh, Sunday before the service concerning the, the prayer uh, department. And when I came, I started calling uh, uh, Brian. Because of course, I know that even before God showed me some things, he will have shown mommy already. So, um, I started calling Barrios. I remember telling him that if he ever called it again, that he will pay ten thousand naira. I remember what I told you. If you think I remember what I told you, so he called it. The Lord will demand the ten thousand naira from you. You will take it in joke. You will pay it. And uh, after all, we need uh, what do we need? What do we need to this ten thousand naira? I have a lot of things to this ten thousand naira. Eh? Okay, for and some other electrical things. Eh? Eh? No, no, we need, we need, we need like 100 plus to do, to get that one. <laughs> so I showed me and for uh, God's glory, mommy was already in charge of it. And uh, the same last week Sunday, she made some moves that I was not even aware that she made. And for uh, God's glory, last week June, I was so impressed that I saw our sister Irene and uh, Brother Osita and uh, Brother Joseph, uh, what is it, Brother Remigius, they took off the mountain, uh, the mantle, and this morning, in fact, our sister Remigius was at another, no, our sister uh, Irene was at another level entirely. I was, I was, I was really thrilled. My spirit was jubilated. So God is taking over the prayer section, and Brahmijus, um, Brahmijus, out there with me. The work is very big. The work is very big because we have to conquer spiritually. Bible says you don't go to a strong man's house until you are first and foremost taking down the strong man, finding before the man is possessing of all his entitlements. So. The strong man of Ibaland, the strong man of Lagos State, the strong man in the east, in the west, in the south, in the north, we must defeat them. Okay, we are talking about strong man. We are not seeing. We are not talking about strong man only in Nigeria. We are talking about strong man in America. Because I see people in America coming to this place. Praise the Lord. I see people in India, in China, they are coming to this place to look for God. I see people in South Africa, everywhere, they are coming where? They are coming to this place to do what? To look for God. God's program changed last year. The program of God was changed last year. All over the world, not only in Italy, all over the world, the program of God changed last year. And uh, thank God, God has helped us to key in into his program. And the things are already beginning to happen. But we have to be ready for the great things that God wants to do. And the things are going to begin to happen differently. And the religious place, I really, really admonish you. Tuesday, Tuesday prayer. Tuesday prayer. You have to, you have to leave. I don't know if you're understanding what I'm saying. Tuesday prayer meeting, you have to leave. You have to leave. Sister Irene, I don't know if you're with me. Huh? Tuesday. Tuesday prayer meeting has to be like, like, like a powerhouse. This place on Tuesday has to be a powerhouse. It has to be a place of power. Don't mind, don't look at what is happening this time. Things are happening spiritually. God is playing his church spiritually, doing sanitation. When, when, when God is playing, because the program changed. So when the program changed, what it means that the audience has to do what? Change. I don't know if you understand me. When, when the program changes, the audience has to change. 
So when God's program changed, those people are just coming to look for some other things. How to start looking elsewhere because God's program has almost changed. And once that thing that God is doing, you need to come to manifestation. You need to attract people that need it. Like the leadership program we have been doing, we say, don't follow people. Follow your belief. When you follow your belief, people will do what will follow you. Praise the Lord. So when we focus on what we want to achieve, and we become very strong in what we want to achieve, people will do what they will start looking for us. They will say, I heard that something is happening in social media, they will come and look. So you don't, you don't, you don't get adjusting yourself because the wrong way to run a church is to keep adjusting yourself to what people are looking for. Anyone that keeps adjusting itself to what people are looking for, that person is going to fail. You'll be frustrated in life. Human beings will frustrate you. Praise the Lord. Human being will do what? He will frustrate you. There is nothing you can ever do for a human being that you will be satisfied. If you give a human being one billion dollars today, tomorrow he will, he will look at you and you will ease. You say, but I don't give one billion dollars today. You say, if you give one billion dollars, you will be giving people two billion dollars. Praise the Lord. When you give the person two billion dollars tomorrow, he will come again and he will ease at you. And he say, ah, but I don't give you two billion dollars. What do I have to do with it? He say, do I look like someone? Am I meeting and what two billion dollars? So you look at me finish. You say that two billion dollars me. I what? What I shake it for you. He says, so how much are you worth? You say yeah, you can't, you can't meet my demand. You better try me. Name your price. As you name my price. Please, go and sit down there. Forget about the matter. Let me look for people that know that can give me what I'm looking for. In fact, one person cannot give me what I'm looking for. I'll just name your price. Let us just try me. Let us see whether I can, I can give you what you are looking for. Okay, what I am looking for is. 100 trillion naira. You see, shake it. Go to the center, I will give you 100 trillion naira. Because you can never satisfy a human being. No matter what you do, you can never do that. If you are married, you also experience the same thing. Never try to please your wife or please your husband. You will fail. That is not the way to run a marriage. That is not the way to run a marriage. You run a marriage based on values. And you walk towards achieving those values. But if you keep looking at the person's face, you keep looking at the white face, you take her out every time. Every time she will find her face because she knows that you are always looking at her face. So she use her face as well. A strategy to always hold you hostage. So, sometimes. <laughs> So let's look at our face. If you want to do something, just do it. Right? If you look at our face, you'll be looking for your face. Like if you're looking for your face, just hide your face. You'll see, she'll keep looking for it. She will see. And the more you keep hiding your face, she'll keep looking for it until you just rise, come. But the more you keep showing out your face, she will be hiding her own. <laughs> so you need more chasing. <laughs> and you will chase, 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 little bit catch. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise Jesus. So, we are moving forward and to get to where we are going to, we are not looking at any face. The only face that we can look at is the face of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is the only one that can satisfy us without disappointing us. I want us to open our Bible as we begin to wrap up on the book of Daniel. God permitting us, probably be wrapping up on it today. Book of Daniel, chapter 12. We have read from verse 29 to verse 45. Brethren, I want you this morning to listen to the word of the Lord. 
I want you this morning to pay attention to what God is doing this morning and what God has begun in our lives. In as much as God did not direct us through the path that I was taking, He will take us through on the book of Daniel. However, I will appreciate on your own, take your time to study the book of Daniel. The book of Daniel is one of the most instructive books on the program of God, on what God wants to do, and how God wants to operate. If you understand the book of Daniel, you will understand many things. And one of the interesting things, one of the secret mystery about the book of Daniel was that Daniel, from the time Daniel began to prophesy, that was about 2,500 years ago, Daniel was so accurate in all his prophecies concerning the things that happened from 2,500 years after the, from the time of Nebuchadnezzar. Daniel's prophecies were so accurate. So the time of the sons of Nebuchadnezzar, the kings of Babylon. So the times when the Persians and the Medias rule the world. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And among the Persians and the Medias that rule the world, which included, among others, the Iraqis, the Syrians, and the rest of them. And he was so precise about all the things that the king of Syrians, the, uh, the, all the kings of Syria, with the kings of Egypt, all the battles that raged, all the things that happened, how they entered into the glorious land, the land of Israel, and how they destroyed the whole place, and how different people rose up. One of the greatest, most wicked kings that rose up those days. In fact, they call him the madman. And uh, his name was King Antiochus. They call him the King Antiochus the Great. He was so brutal and he destroyed Israel, killed them to the point where, where they were so miserable. And uh, it had happened multiple times. And after that period, when Joshua escaped, 70 years later, just as Nebuchadnezzar prophesied, it happened again. And another mad king came up and decimated Israel, scattered the whole of Israel. Now, why were all these things happening? Apart from God punishing the sins of Israel, God, just as when you go to the book of Lamentation, the book of Lamentation categorically told us that God himself did these things. It wasn't the devil, praise the Lord. It wasn't who? The devil. Please, when we go, God will help us, we look at the book of Joel, we look at the book of Obadiah, and all the other books in the Bible, you begin to see that God himself carried out these executions. God did what? God himself did what? Carried out what? This execution. It wasn't the devil. It wasn't who? The devil. The devil did not do that. God himself carried them out against his own people. Destroyed them. Killed them. Massacred them. Because they forsook God. God has been rained down fire from heaven to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. The devil did not do that. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. The, what? the devil did not what? do that. The devil did not rain fire from heaven to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Because God is said that he was that did that. The devil did not send flood to destroy the generation of Noah. Because the devil that did that. Who did that? Who did that? God did that. Praise the Lord. Who did that? God did that. Brother Zacchaeus. Brother Zacchaeus, please. 
Are you with me here? God himself did this. It wasn't a man that did it. It wasn't the devil that did it. God himself did it. Because when you are working with God, when you want to work with God, you have to understand the God that you are dealing with. Because if you don't understand the God that you are dealing with, you will have problem working with God. Because right now, he's wrapping up his work. Last night, I was talking with my wife and the Spirit came upon me. Last night when I was discussing with my wife and the Spirit was, I mean, it's already happening. It's already what? Happening. And because it's already happening, by the special grace of God, we are going to be using today as we are wrapping up on the book of Daniel to begin to open up the next phase. The next phase we are going to be going into, as God has been laying in my spirit, is the outpouring. The outpouring of the Holy Ghost. The people of God are going to experience a real outpouring of the power of the Holy Ghost. You are going to experience what it is to have the Holy Ghost inside you. Last night, I was in my house, one of the places I normally uh, move around to uh, pray in my compound here. And I was praying, and the fire in my mouth it was gushing from my mouth. There was fire, you are like fire and like cloud. Praise the Lord. You are like fire and like cloud gushing out from my mouth. The power of God was much, was much. And I begin to wonder, okay, if these things are always happening inside me, why is it that the people I minister to, they tend to find it difficult to experience the same thing? And one of the things the Lord has been letting me understand is that their hearts are not right with me. What they are looking for me is not what I want to give to them. So it's difficult for me to reach out to them. They come to me with their own intentions. They don't come to me with an open heart. So I cannot reach them. And I cannot force them. So I have to keep speaking the word with them until their hearts become right. So they need to start keep paying attention to the word until their hearts become what? Right. Once their hearts become right and they are ready to receive me the way I want to reach them, then I will reach them. But if their hearts are not right and they keep trying to dictate to me what they want me to do for them, then we cannot enter into a relationship. I cannot go into any contact with them because they are going to live with their own past. And I cannot deal with them based on their own past. I can only deal with man based on my own past. And I understand what God is saying. I understand what God is saying. It means that we are living in a very dangerous generation. We are living in a generation where people go to church already having what they want to receive from God. And because they already have what they want to receive from God, you see pastors, men of God, women of God everywhere, they are always trying to meet up to satisfy what these people are coming to seek for. Putting them in a very tight situation, and if you are putting, if you keep creating such scenario, where people come with their own intentions before the house of God, and ministers of God are always trying to meet up with these people's expectations, God is not in the midst of the arrangements. 
God is not in the midst of the contract. God is not here watching. He's not far away, he's here. He's here in his altar that he has sanctified for a time as this. He will be there, he will not be watching. Just like mommy always tells us, he's here. She will see them, they will be there. In as much as she wants to do much, she will not be able to do much. In as much as I want to do much, I will not be able to do much. Why? Because your hearts are not ready to walk with God the way God wants to walk. So you begin just looking at you. Until you are ready to surrender. Until you are ready to say, God, I am giving up on all my ambitions. I am tired of all the things I keep chasing. God, here I am. Do with me as you will. When we get to the moment where we begin to talk about the Holy Spirit, the pouring out of the Holy Ghost, there was a time, I remember, I thought that I was going to do that time, that was last year, and the Lord told me, no, these people are not ready. That was last year when we are still at uh, uh, the graduate side. When I was, I, I started ministering that message, I thought that I was going to move forward, and God stopped me there and said, no, they are not ready. They are not ready for the release. And uh, all the messages you hear me preach, they are not my message. They are not my word. They are not my word. They are God's word to you. If you see me where I am with God, you know that God is real. Mommy does not need to tell me about God. I have a one-on-one, one-on-one encounter with my Creator. He talks to me, I hear him, he shows me things. And to show that he's one that shows me those things and tell me those things, almost every time the thing he shows to me is the same thing that mommy is telling me. The same thing, every time. Every time, the same thing that God is telling me is the same thing that God has already told mommy. There was one I was trying to. Sometimes I'm always scared to explain this. Mommy said, talk. I'll just explain that I don't know how to explain. There are one that was so difficult for me to open my mouth to tell her. You remember that I was outside, she was at night, one of the videos. I was finding God to explain things to her, and she opened her mouth and she was telling me. So God, you have told her to <laughs> So it became easy for me to now tell her the things. I want to tell her. Because God showed to me that the church, Elohim, uh, this and that, the foundation, I'm not going to do that now. Show me, I was afraid to go and tell her that this is what God is saying. <laughs> and she now was telling me. <laughs> so God told me I was excited. I was excited. I mean, it's so exciting that God tells you something in secret that only you hear. And you go to someone that was not here when God was telling those things, and the person is telling exactly the same thing that God has told you. It's an exciting experience. God is now missed. God is telling you, you have to make up your mind to serve Him. I read. From verse 1 of the book of Daniel, chapter 12. Braremijus, I hope you're with me here. Braremijus. Brother Remijus. We need to get uh, we need to get a special medicine. We need to get a special medicine. Eh? We need to get a special medicine for you. Eh, brother, let me just... Special medicine. Eh? Do we have? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 12. At that time, Michael shall stand up. The great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. 
and there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation. Even to that time, and at that time your people shall be delivered. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And at that time your people shall be what? Delivered. Everyone who is found written in the book. The people whose names are found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the doors of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contents. Verse 3. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Praise the Lord. Bible talks about two categories of people in verse 3. It says, those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Who are those that are wise? On Friday, Vigil, we did a small we need a small practical, we need a small practical to explain to you the difference between knowledge and understanding. What is it? Yeah, we need a small, we use our sister as an example to do salad. For those of you that were here, and we understood that she knows how to do salad, but she does not do us understand how to do salad. It was so clear that you don't understand how to do salad. So it's different from you knowing how to do salad, but not understanding how to do salad. Now, let us go to the level of wisdom. We're going to do the same example. We're going to do what? Do the same what? Example. So, as, as a Friday, our sister knows how to, she knows how to make salad, isn't it? And let us assume, uh, stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up, you see, uh, stand up here, you, you. You, you, okay? She knows how to do salad, but let's assume now that she understands how to do what? Salah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, and I How do you like the salad? No, I say how. I don't say you prepare. I say how do you like? I'm asking a question. Please, uh, Usher, please. Please, I want us to move fast because this policy will have to take time. In the next uh, few minutes, I'll move the lobby now. And anyway, how do you like the salad? What are you salad? It's a woman that's not that person. Okay, any salad you eat. What are you salad? You can subscribe to the video. Wait, 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 Okay, what will they do that will make satisfy with it? And what will they do that will make them satisfy with it? My mother. No, no, no. So tell us one thing that they will do inside the salad that will make it not be satisfying to me. No, this ingredient is not complete because it's so hard to do. And then this ingredient is always different. So it's not because it's not that much. Okay, praise the Lord. So, what is it that there is a woman that will feel it and you will not even taste it? There are times all this is a book of the food center. There are one that will eat it. So, because the way they will prepare it, when I, by men's eyes, I will not like it. You will not like it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Daddy, how do you like your salad? Please, Usher, uh, can you see what they are doing right now? 
Understanding is not enough to help you to walk with God. Because for you to walk with God, you need wisdom to walk with God. So, a lot of people perish. And at a higher level of knowledge, the knowledge of knowing wisdom. But we're not discussing those things this morning. As we progress in the things of God, we will begin to now trust some fundamental of a lot of stuff to you. So that that is why most of you don't succeed. Many people, they struggle with things and they don't succeed. They are in relationship, they are having problems. A man or a woman that possess wisdom. Someone that possess, someone that possess wisdom does not say this is who I am. Praise the Lord. Someone that possess wisdom does not say what? This is what? Who I am. It means you lack wisdom. But the God of wisdom says, I am what I am. You know what it means to say, I am what I am. That is, I am anything in every single situation. That is just a day using God. Using sand to heal someone. And today, you are expecting God to use the same sand to heal someone and not say no. Is that for God you did it? I said no. Today, he does speak in the world and the person is healed. And tomorrow, you are saying, God, I expect you to speak in the world. I said no, I am not going to speak in the world. Yet today, I want to have in the scripture and you will be healed. And tomorrow you will read the scripture and expect to be healed. And God will say, Go up. It will die, you go out and preach the gospel and you will be healed. That is wisdom. That is, I am that I am. Wisdom is God of yesterday, today, and forever. But many people they lack wisdom. And that is why they don't succeed in what they are doing. They walk with God with the knowledge of yesterday. They lack the spirit of God. My brother, my sister, when you lack the spirit of God, you can never succeed with God. Because the Spirit of God is constantly searching the things of God, the mind of God, to reveal it to those who are with Him. Verse 3 of the book of Daniel, chapter 12, says, Those who are wise shall shine. Who are wise. But most people are not wise. Most people are not wise. Many people are cunning. Many are what? Cunning. Cunningness is not wisdom. Crafty. Most people are crafty. Craftiness is not wisdom. Say that the serpent is a crafty animal. A lot of people. Almost all our politicians, they are crafty, they are cunning human beings. Most of our business people are cunning human beings, they are crafty human beings. So you cannot say someone that is crafty, that that person is wise. No. No.
So a lot of people are crafty. A lot of people are cunning. They are very deceptive. They are very deceptive. That is what the Bible told us from the place we have read. I will read some of those things again for those of you that came late. Daniel chapter 11. I will read some. I read from verse 30. For ships from Cyprus shall come against him, therefore he shall be grieved and return in rage against the holy covenant and do damage. So he shall return and show regard for those who forsake the holy covenant. Praise the Lord. Now, this man, one day we are going to use time, we are going to spend time to explain to you who this wicked man was the great Antichrist. The great Antichrist was one of the most wicked kings that ever lived on the face of the earth. He was one of the ancient kings of Syria. He was one man that entered the glorious land and killed many Jews, defied the temple of God, massacred most of them, that was before Jesus Christ came, about 200 years before Christ came. He slaughtered many of them in their millions, killed a lot of people, destroyed the whole place. Now, what did he do? Verse 30 says, So he shall return and show regard for those who forsake the holy covenant. Now, he entered into a relationship with those that forsook the Jews, that forsook God. He went into a relationship with them. Praise the Lord. Because he could not enter Jerusalem. He could not have the people in Jerusalem until he had inner people that were willing to walk with him. As much as he was very powerful and very great, he could not penetrate. Praise the Lord. He could not do what? He could not penetrate. As devil was so powerful, the Jews, the Pharisees, the chief priests and the high priests, they did everything to get into Jesus Christ, to lay hold of him and to crucify him. They could not get him until they were able to get somebody from the inside. Praise the Lord. Until they were able to get Judas Iscariot. Brethren, children of the most high God, the devil, the antichrist cannot enter inside the church until the people in the church give up the church. That is why we are being prepared. What is going to happen to the church is going to happen very soon. What is going to happen to the church is that the people in the church will give up the church. They will sell out the church, they will sell out the children of God for the wicked people and they will enter inside the church and destroy the church. And that person will be anyone seated in the house of God. That person can be that person that you pray the most or even maybe fasting the most. Because you don't understand what is going to happen. Look at the typical example of what happened with coronavirus. For, for, for the government to go and arrest, I got some of them when I was still watching all these things. For the government to go and arrest these people in the church, they used they use a so-called fight against prison that was quoting the Bible, and they were going to different churches, both Christ embassy and everywhere, and arresting the pastors. And who was the first thing helping them to arrest the pastor? If someone had called himself, they would call the Christian. Someone from the inside the church. It's not an outsider. Someone from inside the church that knows the Bible. In fact, I was listening to the way the was quoting the Bible. He was quoting every part of the Bible, and after the priest quoting the Bible, the police people arrested the pastor and they put him inside the Bible and they took him to jail. 
So don't think the devil can touch anybody in the church without having connect with somebody in the church. If the church is having problems, just look at someone inside the church. The person is the one that has sold out the church. The church cannot be divided without someone from inside selling out the church. It is not possible. The devil cannot enter the church without somebody from inside. Verse 31. And forces shall be mustered by him, and they shall defy the sanctuary fortress. Then they shall take away the daily sacrifice. Can you see? And place the abomination of desolation. What will they do? That is why the Holy Spirit has been talking to us. That we should take our house fellowship seriously. We should do what? Take what? House fellowship seriously. My man. We are delivered in Jesus' name. Don't speak in Jesus' name. Don't speak in Jesus' name. Things they will do, according to verse 31 of the book of Daniel, chapter 31, that Daniel chapter 11 from verse 31, he said they will defy the sanctuary. They will enter the house of God and defy it. And once the house of God is defied, the Holy Ghost cannot be where that is defied. But before that moment, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Before that moment, the saints of God will be sealed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The saints of God will be what? Sealed. Every saint of God, when we get to that, when we get to the book of Revelation, you will see that every saint of God will be what? Sealed. After the saints of God will be sealed, they will scatter to their respective worlds. And that is why the Bible says that when the bridegroom finally comes. The ten pages. Five who are wise. You have seen the wisdom again. The wise one whose lamp is full of oil will be what? Will be ready. This morning the Lord gave me a revelation for Sunday words, the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. For those of you that were here during the prayer section, I talked about it. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The wise who are going to be ready. Who have the Holy Ghost inside them? Who are ready? But others, they don't have enough Holy Ghost in them. Why? Because most part of their life they are occupied with their own selfish desires. They come to church with a mind of God, what you must do for me. When you come to the house of God, say, God, God, this is my. God has told you so many times in his scripture. Let's take here first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Every other thing shall be added. He said he knows all your cares. He knows everything. So that even the lilies of the valley, he knows that he cares for them. Even more than the richest man that ever lived on the face of earth, he so no more. He said he cares for them. He was his one that caused them. Under the lilies, under the grass, on the field that you march every day. The Bible says that in all the glory of Solomon, that Solomon is not taking care. God does not take care of Solomon the way he takes care of these grasses. That God will take care of you. That is what he has said. So you don't have to say, you don't have to pray for God to do it for you. It is just coming out to his own children. So why do you come to the church without desires? And because we come to the house of God, we don't desire there is no space 
unblessed. A lot of times you get frustrated and you walk away. And you think God is a wicked God. No, God is not a wicked God. It is you that's a wicked man. It is just a wicked man. That's what the Bible says. It's all the wicked people. Verse 31. They said, those who do wickedly. Can you see them? I'm not the one telling you. Say, you. God is telling you. Say, those who do wickedly against the covenant. He shall corrupt flat with flat. Can you see? People that are wicked in the house of God. said that this antichrist will do what? We corrupt them with what? Flattery. Flattery is what? Lies. Are you understanding? Yes, sir. Most children of God are wicked in their hearts. And because their hearts are wicked against God, Bible said that the devil will deceive you with a lie. Because you are already angry, you already offended, you already have biases, you already have evil mind against the servants of God, against the children of God. So when the devil comes and says, Are you? Is that what I told you? I told the alliance, I said so. Because there's wickedness in your heart. The devil has fed you with wickedness and you're wicked, so they can easily deceive you. And I thought the devil is spreading everywhere, looking for people who are wicked everywhere. And all the people that are wicked, I was saying, you feed them with a lie. But what the Bible says, it says, but the people, look at verse 32 again. Brother, let me just, I hope you are with me here. Brother, let me juice. I hope you are with me here. Verse 32. Say, those who do wickedly against the covenant, it shall corrupt with flattery. But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. Say, I know my God. about two types of people inside Israel. Two types of people among the Jews. Two types of people among the children of God. Two types of people inside the church of God. The people who are wicked. There's wickedness in their hearts. One of the signs that there's wickedness in their heart is that every time you see them, you don't know what is written. You get the family. And I can't remember. They don't be grumbling, grumbling. There's always grumbling inside them. Look at them. Look at them. Look at the way. Look at look at people. Look at the way she's moving up instead. Look, people look at her slippers. Look at her shoe. Look at look at the way she put the shoe set. She doesn't even have to dress. Look at people with the shirt. She didn't want to iron the feet very well. Everything is down, complete. Complete. If you fight her, you say. Is it the only one that has come? If I look at you, if I look at you, or look at you in the back of the street, look at the way this is good friend, it's not just straight. How much? You're made to buy 100 million dollar car. You're going to buy, you buy, you buy 10 million dollar car. You're going to buy 10 million dollar car. No matter what anything you do, it's not. If you buy 100 million dollar car, they will say, you're made to buy 10. Okay, if you buy 10, they say, you're made. <laughs> no matter what you do, it is never good enough. No matter how you preach, they say that you have preach for them. Did you see? They say they for my The only person who knows how to move anywhere. In their hearts. There's hatred in their hearts. 
there's nothing that is satisfying to them. They always see wrong temptation for you. They always see problem for you. They never see good news. They always see that something is about to happen. And that is no solution. Does God give you a problem without a solution? No! When God shows you a problem, He's trying to tell you that there is what? A solution. When God tells you that Lazarus is sleeping, in short, Lazarus is dead. He said, God, I am glad because he's dead. That means I will go and do what? Raise him up. Jesus is a Jesus of solution. Tell the person that Jesus Christ is just of what? Solution. Jesus Christ will never give you a problem without a solution. Never. Never. That is not the Jesus I serve. Let us stand up, let us stand up, let us stand up. Let us stand up. Let us stand up and leave the Lord. Let us stand up and leave the Lord. We will cry to the Lord. We will cry to the Lord right now. Let the Holy Spirit begin to talk to you right now. Let the Holy Spirit begin to talk to you right now. Brethren, I'm telling you the honest truth all the time. Even myself, I was having problems with wickedness and bitterness. Every, every, every human being that is born into this earth, except you are not a human being born by a human being, that you don't know what is called wickedness. Except you are not a human being. And when you have become a Christian, it is a journey you have to pray and say, God, deliver me. That is why the Bible says that you have to walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. Because even after you have been saved, even Apostle Paul, in the book of Romans chapter 7, he cried out, all wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me? Paul had been born again, but was he struggling? Open your mouth. It doesn't matter whether you are born again or whether you are not in the house of God. The house of God is the center of solution. When God is telling you that your sickness is dead or building, open your mouth and begin to talk to the Lord. Close your eyes, brethren. Close your eyes, brethren. Cry to the Lord. Deliver me from the spirit of wickedness. Deliver me from the spirit of anger, hatred. Deliver me from this unrighteousness inside me. Everything that does not give you glory inside me, God remove it. Brethren, open your mouth and begin to cry to the Lord. Brethren, open your mouth and begin to cry to the Lord. Brethren, open your mouth and begin to cry to the Lord. Brethren, it is time the Holy Ghost is here to set you free. Brother, the Holy God is here to set you free. Close your eyes and pray. If you are in this place, close your eyes and pray. Close your eyes and pray to the Lord. Say, God, I'll be struggling with this thing. I'll be saved, but I'll be struggling. I'll be struggling with wickedness in my heart. Lord, deliver me. I'll be struggling. I'll be full of my own things inside me. God set me free. God set me free. Open your mouth and cry to the Lord. Open your mouth and cry to the Lord. Open your mouth and cry to the Lord. Open your mouth and talk to the Lord. Say, God set me free. God set me free. God set me free. God deliver me. God deliver me. I need your Holy Ghost inside me. Open your mouth and let God unleash the Holy Ghost inside me. Release the Holy Ghost inside me. Oh.